Hey onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 227 for Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. How's it going, onesies? How are you doing this week? Huh? Welcome to the One Man Podcast. It, uh, what is that? If you're a first-time listener, you might not know what this is. I don't know how you stumbled across it, but thank you for being here. It is me, comedian and earthling Josh Williams, telling you what is going on with me personally, professionally, what my week was like, okay? So you're about to hear what I did in the last seven or so days as assuming this is coming out on time. Um, you might hear it right away. Some of, uh, the regular listeners would go, Josh, you sound a little, uh, tight, congested maybe. And I am, I am still trying to get over a cold. Um, I got garbage in my lungs. It feels like I'm not really in any pain, but I'm coughing and I'm congested. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of my doctor to see if I can get an appointment. I called today and they're like, you know, he's not available for like a month or so. And, uh, you know, but he takes like call-ins every day. Like it's a radio show or something. Anyways, they're like call tomorrow at 8am and you might get a, a spot for the day. So I'm hoping to get something tomorrow, but I'm already recording this on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Cause yesterday I was particularly congested. I had a hard time talking. I was coughing constantly. I'm probably going to have to take many cough breaks on this one. Cause the more I talk, the more I start to get, uh, dry and coffee, <clears throat> excuse me. And I'll be clearing a lot. I apologize. So if it's your first time, uh, I don't normally sound like this. I apologize. I don't have to stop and swallow and breathe as much, but we'll see, uh, we'll see what's, what happens. Uh, all right. I got lots to talk about guys. It's going to be a long one. A lot of you can tell, I don't have any idea how long it's going to be because I haven't done it yet. But those of you who like click play on the episode and then take a quick look at the timestamp to see how long it is. Yeah. It's probably going to be a long one this week, but I will be telling you about all sorts of little personal things I did. I went for breakfast several times this week, which is one of my favorite things to do. I went to a friend's birthday party, had a lot of people reach out with nice things and, and do nice things. I'll be telling about that. I got some thank yous. I got some stories. I got some updates, um, dumb little anecdotes and things like that. And I even have another contest. I haven't had a contest in a while, but I have a contest coming up a little later on the podcast. I'll tell you that. I'll of course be telling you the top fives. Uh, this week, there is no shittiest movie. I've been so busy that I have not watched an absolute garbage movie. So I guess it was a good week for me, but if you guys look forward to those shittiest movie reviews, uh, sorry, don't have one of those for you this week, but I do have a top five, even more stuff coming up this week, uh, that I'll tell you about later on. And so we can just dive into it. So I always start by just trying to get, uh, it's funny too, cause I don't know if you guys have seen the, I believe I posted it on the Instagram. If you're not following, it's at one man podcast. Um, I just put some stuff up there. I'm going to be posting some pictures from this week and things that I talk about, but, um, I, uh, I, I highlight different colors. So I write the whole thing of notes 
<clears throat> down. I, I try to do them as the week goes on, but the whole idea is when I first started doing this podcast, I would write down like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I would just try to write down all the things I did over the course of the week on the days that they happened just so I wouldn't forget if there's anything that I wanted to talk about, but it ended up being really boring. And then come time, you know, to do the podcast, I would be like, well, Monday I did this Tuesday. I did that. And it would get a little odd, especially if I was like, well, I went grocery shopping. Like the thing was <clears throat> the whole point of the notes was write them down. Uh, you know, so I don't forget. Cause I mean, the podcast like, geez, what did I do this weekend? And, and you can forget in the moment, especially when you did a ton of stuff. But now I just have a list of, of stuff. I'll write it down. And when something happens, I just write it down. If I watch something, I write it down. I don't always say everything on the list, but I highlight them different colors so that I kind of at least can keep the veins of what things are together. So if I'm just talking about personal things that are going on, I can put them all one color. If I'm talking about like movies and TV shows, I saw and the multimedia stuff is together. If it's stories or, or particularly podcast related, I'll, I'll put them all together. So it's just a cool way for me to, uh, to, to, to keep organized here. But, um, in terms of some of the just personal stuff I did this week. I got to go for breakfast. Uh, I took my dad for breakfast. I took my mom for breakfast. Crystal, my girlfriend took me for breakfast, uh, one of the days. So I love breakfast. Uh, most people do, I would say, but I like going for breakfast. I like sitting the conversation. It's a nice way to start your day. Eggs, toast, bacon, home fries, delicious. I love going for breakfast and, um, it, yeah, this week I, I haven't done it a whole lot lately because of COVID and everything like that, but it was just, I, uh, I hadn't spent some time with my dad in a while. So it was nice to sit down and, and go have breakfast with him. And then after we were done breakfast, we went to, uh, to poke around at, uh, at a local bookstore. It's been a while since we've been when it was like deserted. It was kind of sad. The Starbucks even inside it was shut down. So it was like, oh fuck. But it was just cool to have breakfast, shoot the shit, catch up a little bit, and then, you know, back on with our days. It was nice. Um, same thing with mom. I took my mom for more of a lunch breakfast. You know, people are like, isn't that brunch? Yeah, it was like, it was even past brunch time, <laughs> but still went for breakfast, got to tell my mom what was going on with the tour. Like, so <clears throat> you guys actually knew about that before she did. Um, she still works. She works for the, uh, the government. Um, so she's working from home. She's been busy. Uh, but I, I enjoyed being able to take her out for breakfast, let her know what's going on with me. That was a nice, again, a different, different day of the week, but a nice way to sort of start my day. Um, and then one day Crystal took me for breakfast. She's like, Hey, I've got a little bit of time in the morning. She's a, a workhorse. Uh, matter of fact, today she's working like, I guess it's not even like a double shift, but it's, but it's basically a double shift. Her day is all day until like 10 PM. So like started, God knows what time, seven in the morning goes till 10. She's a workhorse. So, uh, I wanted to have her on with me this week just cause we did a lot of stuff, uh, this weekend that I thought was particularly funny, but, um, I will do it in her honor. Uh, she's not with me uh, this week well, on the podcast, of course, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, she took me for breakfast. Uh, we went to a good little spot. It was nice to actually just have breakfast in the morning before she went off to work. Um, it was nice again. I won't go into it too much, but I just, I've, I enjoyed kind of a week. It actually made the week seem longer too. Like, I can't believe that, that it's been a week since I last chatted with you guys. It seems like a lot longer. Um, but yeah, we had just, just a, a great way to start. Most of my days was going for breakfast. It seems, um, I also, uh, wanted to give some, some shout outs and some thank yous. Um, I wanted to thank my buddy Abdul in New Jersey for picking up a one man podcast, well, a pair of one man podcast mugs. Uh, so he sent me a picture. He bought those a couple weeks back and, uh, and sent me a picture 
of uh of the mugs at his place now so he got those i appreciate that thanks for the support again all the way in new jersey got listeners you know what i mean so big thank you for him for picking those up um i wanted to thank my buddy simon um from humble creek homes uh he picked up some some one-man podcast swag actually we were sitting uh was sitting standing at the the gate of my car went to go pick up all of his stuff and we were just shooting the shit about our, our business whatever he's got a great like uh it's not even a rental company. It's a construction company and they make like tiny homes and tiny expansions and things like that. Um, which is great. We were looking at some stuff, uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, but it's called humble Creek homes here in the Ottawa area. I would definitely say check out their Instagram. Um, they're, they're great. But anyways, he just, he came by to, uh, to pick up some mugs. He picked up some notebooks, some whiskey glasses, some one man podcast week. So again, thank you very much to all the people who are picking up stuff. It, it helps, especially in these, in these crazy unprecedented times, you know, it's, uh, it's nice with all the surplus of stuff that I have for some people to be picking it up. I really do appreciate that. Um, so thank you to him and his company, even though the company's, the company's just his thing. He's a buddy. I want to give it a plug and it's nice stuff. Um, but I do appreciate that. Another onesie. I mean, I got so many wonderful people in my life. Uh, another onesie of mine. I noticed that I was getting a lot of, downloads in Alberta, the province of Alberta here in Canada. And, uh, and, and the inaugural onesie of the month, uh, my buddy Brent out in Calgary, um, Brent, Brent was just reaching out the other day saying, Hey, uh, I, uh, I've been playing the, the podcast in my store overnight, uh, just, you know, trying to help with hits and downloads, which is super kind. Didn't ask him to do that, but that's absolutely kind. The idea of just people trying to help with the numbers and the downloads and things like that. Super, super kind. He's like, yeah, I was playing the podcast, uh, in the store during the day, excuse me, but with the F bombs and stuff like that, people coming in with their kids, I was like, oh my God, I totally understand. I wouldn't suggest anyone play me in their place of business during the day. Um, but that's just so kind that I've got people out there who are looking out for me. And Brent, of course, is the one who sent me, uh, some, some, you know, uh, cold packs for my uh, tennis elbow. So wrap up in the arm and then put cold packs over to to, to be able to ice that again. Super, super kind onesie of the month back in, uh, geez, what was it? May or June? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Very, very grateful for that. And the fact that he's taken the time to, to play the podcast overnight, just help with the numbers. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And I'm so grateful. So big, thank you uh, again, Brent, another incredible onesie, uh, listener of the podcast. I do appreciate that. Um, who else am I thanking? Who else am I thinking? I got to go, uh, shopping. I did a Costco run with my buddy, Richard, who I'm looking forward to having on the podcast. Uh, Rich is definitely going to be a bonus episode. I want to interview him and talk with him. Uh, Rich is a sound guy. He's worked on so many different, really cool projects and things like that. We met working on a show together. Um, but Richard has been a onesie for some time now. And I remember, uh, he was asking me not too, too long ago. He's like, Hey man, we got to do a Costco run. I want to check out that new Costco business center. Let's go together. And I was like, absolutely with his schedule mine, it just took us a little bit, but this week we were finally able to do it. Uh, we spent probably like a good two hours going through the thing. He's like me, like aisle by aisle checking everything out. So we had a good time, uh, just shooting the shit, you know, busting each other's balls, but also being like nice and catching up and stuff like that. It was, it was really cool. And then afterwards we decided to go to A and W for two, $2 50 cent mama burgers. You bet your buns. All right. Uh, and speaking of buns, he got his lettuce wrapped. So yeah, we, we got to shoot the shit, catch up, talk about all sorts of stuff. It was really, really cool. But I kept saying like, we gotta, I gotta have you on the podcast to do, uh, just to do, you know, uh, you know, who are you and the work that you do in your company, everything like that. Great, great dude. 
great sound guy. Can't wait to have him on the podcast. And it was just really cool to, you know, spend, it was like the better part of the day too. Like we, we got to, eh, uh, it was the most productive I was all day. I'll tell you that. But when we were out, uh, at Costco, we were just, I was poking, but like, it's so funny looking at the carts. Cause my cart was filled with crap and his was like all kale and nice stuff. Like it wasn't complete garbage. And listen, I didn't get everything, but I got these like cans of coconut water, which I thought was just coconut water, but it turns out it's like coconut water with cut up chunks of coconut in it. And at first I thought that like just that first sip where these chunks were going to my mouth, I thought that maybe I, I had cooled the cans too much and that they had partially frozen inside. Like it was chunks of ice. But when I went to crunch the ice, it was like squishy soft. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then I look and it's like with chunks of, of coconut. I was like, well, I hope it's good for me. <clears throat> It grew on me. It took a can or two. It's like aloe water where there's like chunks of cut up aloe in it. You're like, uh, I can live with this. I don't love it, but I can live with it. I do. I do like chewing the aloe, but I don't know. I, I think I might need to revisit pulp. It's been a long time, but I might be into pulpy stuff now. Maybe I'll enjoy drinking orange juice and having just like thousands of little chokeables. Isn't that, isn't that a weird choking hazard though, to be putting like chunks of shit in a fluid? So now it's like, I got to, I got to drink it like a whale. That's like funneling out the krill or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the, the big push brooms that funnel out the other shit and they just swallow all the water first. That's the thing. I, I basically crunch my teeth, you know, and just drink all the water and then crunch, crunch, crunch all the coconut and swallow it. I don't know. But, uh, one of the things that I wanted to say was I found, uh, Richard found them and he was pointing them out were these like, uh, clearly, uh, Pringles, like knockoffs. I thought they were knockoffs. They definitely, they definitely stolen the look of Pringles, the cans, the style of chip. And even you can tell their, their like logo is, is clearly trying to mimic almost identically what, what Pringles has got going on. But, um, they're called cracks. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get, I don't get that. They're called cracks. Um, there, uh, there was like, it was like a case of eight of them at Costco it was like 12 bucks. So about a buck, buck 60 or so. Oh, I'm getting a call. Who the hell is this? All right. We're going to have to pause you guys. I'll be right back. Well, that was the doctor's office calling to try to book me a, a, a an appointment, but I'm going to call them in the morning. So I've got a tentative one on the 18th. And then, uh, if I'm able to get through tomorrow morning, that's good. So Apparently only does like urgent care one day a week. So I'm going to like beg them for a spot tomorrow and start calling early, calling often. All right. I don't know what the hell I was saying. Let me see if I can go back mentally. Uh, Richard. Oh yeah. Those crack chips. They clearly knock off Pringles. That's what they are. And there's eight of them in a box. So they're like a buck 60 a piece. And <clears throat> it was almost like Richard's like, oh, who's going to buy a case of those? And I was just trying to be funny. It's like, I'll buy a case. I'll eat like one or two tins and I'll bring the rest back. And I was just teasing. Um, but it's like, yeah, there's like, there's, there's four flavors. And they even advertise them about four flavors right in the front. Uh, regular sour cream and onion barbecue and cheese, just cheese, not like cheddar cheese or cheddar, you know, or cheddar jalapeno, just che cheese is the flavor. Mystery cheese, thousands of them, but cheese. Um, and then, you know, I saw when I got home that on the side of the box, it says there's like three of the regular ones and one of the cheese ones. So it's not two of each, two hot sour cream and onion, two barbecue, three of the regular and one of the, uh, the cheese. So I'm not a big chip guy. I'm really not. Um, I'm not a big, like snacks in general guy. I mean, I snack, but I'm not like, Ooh, chips. Ooh, this, I, I, I will fuck with a little bit of Doritos 
but even still like after, you know, six or seven Doritos chips, you just get that like cheese. I don't, you know, like it's just the synthetic taste. Your hands have got like even, you know what I mean? Like your fingertips are coated in this fake shit. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's no name, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a big chip connoisseur. I've had Pringles. Again, I find them very salty. I find a lot of chips just greasy. Like I'm not a big chip guy, but I got these cause I figured what the hell. And I've decided that, that these will be the first product that I do my, that I do like a YouTube video review on. So, um, I've already opened two of them to taste them. So I won't be doing, you know, a tasting for the first time and I'll have full disclosure on my video. I'll let you, I'll let you guys know once I've got the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the review done, the video is ready to go. I'll let you know, but that's, that's, that's the big thing. So that, that shopping trip with Richard, uh, yielded the first review product just for fun of doing a review video. I'm going to review cracks chips. They're Malaysian chips. They're, uh, <laughs> Pringles knockoffs. Hey, but they're big enough to have got themselves sold by the case in, uh, in Costco. So I'll let you guys know about that when that, that bridge there gets crossed. Um, do I have any more of these little green ones here? I remember on, uh, on Saturday night, uh, Crystal and I got to go to my buddy, Tim Riel's, uh, 40th birthday celebration. We went out to, uh, to a place, can't remember what it's called. Arcana. I think it was like a gaming lounge. And, uh, Tim Riel, if you guys don't remember is, uh, is my buddy who hosts code names live. So I was able to, to feature, to, to be a guest on his show a few times, uh, during his summer bash and everything like that for, for those onesies who stopped by and watched that. Um, it was Tim's 40th birthday. And he invited a bunch of us out. He had like gift bags for everyone who came. It was really quite, quite nicely done. Um, and it was nice to see him. We got to play, uh, we did kind of like this big pub trivia. So he, he sort of, uh, it's this game called Linkily, which apparently is out of print. And he sort of retooled it so that it was more of like a, a pub trivia game. And it was a lot of fun. Um, the, the. The way that I guess like the Linkley game, I'll explain to you the way that we played it. So the thing is like every question, you have these little boxes, right? And there's like, you know, in the box, there's like a one, two, three, four. And the way it works is you get a clue for like the number one line, right? So for example, um, uh, well, I'll try to, I'll try to remember the first one. It was like, you know, uh, Irish, right? Blank, blank, you know, Yates, um, so that's what it is. It's like, what's the, you know, it's like, this is this, this Irish, whatever his name was blank Yates. So I guess the answer in that one, that was the only one that we didn't get from this first group. But anyways, the, the answer in that one would be, uh, his name was like William something or other Yates, but it was like WB Yates is what he's known at. So it would have been WB would have been the answer for number one. Then the next one was, what does the U stand for in USB? And it's like, that's universal, right? USB's universal serial bus. So it's like universal. Okay. And then, uh, number three was like the Disney classic, the blank and the hound. It's like Fox, you know? And then the last one was, what was it? Okay. I, 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 we had it, we had it, but I couldn't remember the last one. It was like, oh, and, uh, what, what is the, um, what is the province that, uh, Vancouver is located in? It's like British Columbia. So the idea was that now we have our one, two, three, four answers. And so the one, two, three, four was like universal WB Fox, British Columbia. And it's like, you're now the, the clues, like the answers to the first parts of the questions 
are literally just the clues to get you the overall answer, which is like, what do these four things have in common? And those are all movie studios, right? Universal, Fox, WB, and British, like Columbia is, but not British Columbia, but Columbia. So when you look at all the, the answers, you're like, what do these have in common? Oh, they're all studio movie studios. Right. And then it would go on to the next one and he would give us four clues. And it's like, what do they all have in, pro, uh, in, in common? Like blank. So there was one that was like, you know, the words, once we had figured them all out, the words were like blood, gray, uh, fox. And then I think the other one was like, uh, I can't remember, whip it. Right. And it's like, what are those? They're all kinds of hounds. You know what I mean? So it was a fun game. Um, my team came in second. Uh, we only got one of the things wrong. Uh, one team got every single one of them, right. Which was crazy. Um, but yeah, we, um, <laughs> we had fun. It was really fun. And then he gave everyone a copy of the game. So the game, when you play it on your own, it's, you don't play it as a group. It's, they start naming it off and the first person to guess what the right thing is, gets the card. So think of it like cards against humanity, where they start to give you a clue. You know, you, you get the answer in your head. If you know the, you know, those, those four answers, whatever. But if you think, you know what the answer is after like two of them, you can be like, boom. And then you get the card and it's yours. And of course, whoever gets the most cards at the end wins. Um, so very cool. Looking forward to playing that game. I think it'll be fun. Uh, it was a great time playing with people. And then we got to sit down with uh, a comic I haven't seen in a while. Scott McMahon, very funny guy. And Scotty was just talking to Crystal and I about his trips to, to Europe and things like that. We were asking a question. So it was a nice, that was how we spent our Saturday night. And then we came home and we watched, um, the first episode of, uh, American horror story hotel, which I'll talk about it another time. Um, cause I've only watched one episode and I have so many other things to talk about. There's no point in even getting into it. Um, how about that? Huh? Isn't this fascinating guys where I talk about shit like that, but link linkly again, I'm telling you a game that's out of print, but Tim was saying that, you know, he went online and saw that they were selling for like eight bucks on Amazon. So we just bought a copy for everybody. I thought that was really nice. Um, what else? Is that all the green ones done? Ooh, all my little personal ones done. Why don't I, why don't I tell some stories then guys? Why don't I tell you some anecdotes? Um, <laughs> I went, uh, I have been to Wendy's, Wendy's, uh, I've been to A&W a, a few times because of this 250 Mama Burger promo. Okay. I've been, uh, been a little lazy in all my running arounds is and been like, ah, I'm out. I can get, I can go for a $2 and 50 cent hamburger. That's great price. Um, but of course I also have, uh, apps. I have McDonald's app. I have the Wendy's app. I have the, uh, A&W coupons. Um, there's a lot of great coupons, guys. Coupons as Ron White would say, um, it's nice to have a coupon, uh, for a place. You know what I mean? Hey, it's great that they're just selling the mom burgers for two fifty. but let me, let's be honest. There's coupons here. All right. There's coupons available. And I remember I was having an evening. Um, I was doing some work. I don't remember what the hell I was working on, but I was working. You don't have to take my word for it. And I, uh, I was like, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to A&W. And as I'm, as I'm sitting in this, I'm, I'm like, I threw on this like ripped pair of like joggers that I had. And I'm like, I don't need to look good. I'm just going to be in the car. I'm going in the car. I'm going through the drive-thru. I'm coming back. So that's nothing. I don't have to look good. I don't have to be fancy. I don't think I don't stink or anything. I bathe, but I'm sitting around the house. I'm wearing like at home clothes. And I have that. I have t-shirts that have like fucking rips in them or holes in them. They're not, you'd never wear them outside, but just around the house when you're sitting around, like, you know, if I'm laying in bed reading or something, I'm like, yeah, rather than if I know I'm not going anywhere, listen, I don't have to justify myself to you people. Okay. But I'm just saying I have got, I have got shorts, uh, not boxers used to, I used to, I, I had, I had a pair of shorts one time that crystal pointed out. They looked like I had just narrowly escaped 
like uh, like I had jumped and just narrowly escaped a, a claw slashing from a velociraptor. Looked like it just like shredded the back part of my door. So I remember I got out of bed once. I was walking to the bathroom. Crystal's dying laughing. She's like, "Do you see your shorts?" And I was like, "What?" And I I took them off. And it was like, and it was like literally like like the back like they had that ass flap from old pajamas in them. Um, so I don't have anything like that anymore. I didn't even I wasn't even aware. It's not like I was wearing them. I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with them? You know, I I was like, holy fuck, when did that happen? I must have moved and and never noticed. But she was dying laughing. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I have, I have t-shirts that'll have a hole in them. In fact, I, I just bought a new t-shirt maybe a month or so ago, uh, rough trade from Costco and it's already got a hole in the stomach. I don't know how the fuck that's possible. I don't really catch myself on anything, whatever. Maybe it's just a cheap shirt and they get holes, you know, who knows? Uh, might have to take it back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, in fact, I am going to take it back. Yeah. Yes, I is. I am taking that shirt back because fuck you less than a month and you've already got a hole. I don't even wear it that often. Anyways, let me have a revelations here. Uh, the beauty of buying from Costco. Anyways, um, I have pants that I would not wear out, but I was wearing them and I'm like, I'm just going to the car. I can wear these. They didn't even fit well. I like, I needed a belt with them, but when you're just sitting in a chair, they're, they're covering your race, you know? Um, so this is why you don't play me in your store, by the way. Uh, some guys like, is this guy talking about being a homeless person in a house? Um, yeah, I guess so. But, um, anyways, I, uh, I went in the car, I'm, uh, I'm sitting in the drive through and I'm like, yeah, let's see what coupons they have. And I found a coupon that was like a Papa burger with rings for like seven 49. And I was like, well, that's a double burger. That's a big burger. I don't like onion rings, but. I go, maybe they'll let me just switch them for fries. I'm like, I'll do that. I'll do the burger fries. I'll go home, get a drink, you know? And so I get to the window. All right. And I just said, Hey, I've got a coupon here for Papa burger and rings, but can I do fries instead? And they go, absolutely. Absolutely. I even said, I got a coupon. It's this much. They're even asking me as to do the order. How much is the coupon for? It's for this, that, whatever. Okay, cool. Well, let's, let's do it. Great. Thanks. No problem. I get to the window and they say, can we see the coupon? I go, yeah, here it is. They go to scan it. Oh, it's not working because you got fries instead of onion rings. And I said, I know that. Uh, I asked you if it was okay. You know, oh, phone's going off again, guys. Hang on. That was the lady. She's on her way from, uh, from job number one to job number two. We got a nice little thing. I don't know about how you guys do in, in your uh, relationships, but... Um, when she heads home, she gives me a call, which I like, I like, it's a nice little thing around this time of day. I can expect to get a call from her. We just get to connect over the day. We don't spend every day together, but it's a nice, I do like it. And so she only had a minute or so in between, between trips. So she gave me a call. I like that. I like that. I like in a little, little check-in, little connect, right? How do you guys do it? How do you guys, how do you guys stay connected? Huh? Anyone else in a relationship that's, you know, not cohabitating, but you know, close. How does it work for you guys? You know, every relationship's different. You know, I feel like the end of the Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, some people live only with their mommy. Some people live only with their daddy. Some people live with their grandma or grandpa. Families is different puppets. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yes. The, uh, get to the window. Yes. Um, well, yeah, it's cause you ordered fries. That's what this is. Okay. Papa burgers for you guys. It's like seconds. Me. I got to go back. I'm like, okay, I was just on the phone for five minutes. What was I talking about? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Papa burger fries, seven forty nine. I'm done. Let's do it. They told me I could. And they're like, yeah, it's cause you tried to buy a pop, you know, fries instead. And it's for rings. I'm like, I know 
That's why I asked you. I was even going to say, I'm not, I wasn't a dick. I wasn't like, oh, oh no. I was like, oh, I, oh, I know. But I, that's why I asked you if it was okay. And you had said yes. She goes, oh, well, we can't do it. Do you just want the onion rings? And I was like, I was like, no. They're like, okay, well, then do you want to like just pay full price for the burger and the fries? And there's this like, guys, I got I can't even tell you. There was like seven cars in front of me. And now there's like seven cars behind me. So I'm not going to be like, like, you know, uh, let's no, just delete this and I'll come up with a new, I'm just like, you've already got them ready. I go, yeah, I'll just pay full price for the fries and the burger. And, and that'll be that. Okay. No problem. So they, you know, I tap the thing and I'm going to look in the bag and I'm like, normally, you know, you know, you got to check the bag before you pull away. There's so many people. I was just so like, okay, it's over. I drive, I drive ahead. I just pull into a parking spot. And I look into the fucking bag, giant thing of onion rings in the bag. Like I even saw them in the window, go in and pull something out of my bag. They were running around like chickens with their heads cut off and go in the bag, right? Pull something out of the bag. I assume they pulled the onion rings out. So they pull something out of my bag and then they gave it to me. I look in the bag. It's the fucking Papa burger and the onion rings. I also look at my receipt and not only did they, you know, it's not like they charged me for fries and gave me onion rings. Whoopsie doodle. We grabbed the wrong thing. They literally charged me full price for onion rings and the Papa burger. So I'm like, oh, are you fucking it? And the lineup's huge in the drive-thru. And I go to get out of the car. I get out of the car and my pants fall half down my ass because I'm wearing these loose, ill-fitting bullshit pants. I'm like, oh, I can't just walk into the, the store one hand on my belt, the other hand on this clothing. I also don't have like a mask with me in the car. I'm like, for fuck's sakes. I'm like, I'm. If I had just gotten, like, if I'd been charged for fries and I got the onion rings, I'd probably choke them down. I hate onion rings. Um, but I'm like, uh, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, I, I gotta, I gotta get back in line here. Cause not only that, they charged me full price and onion rings were like four bucks and fries are like two fifty. So I'm like, you chart, I, I, I'm sitting here going like, how fucking stupid are you? Like if I wanted the onion rings, I would have used the coupon that had onion. Like that's the whole thing. Where there's three of you inside understanding the same thing as me. You even asked me if I wanted to pay full price for fries. Why did you charge me full price for onion rings and give me onion? Ugh, it was so ridiculous. So I get back in line and I'm sitting in there for like, well, however long my, my, my food's getting cold. I'm not even starting to eat. I'm not eating in the car, getting shit all over the place. So I'm just sitting there waiting. Burgers getting cold. I finally get back to the thing. I'm like, hi, I was just here. I ordered a pop a burger or whatever. And, and, uh, fries only I had a coupon for rings da, da, da. and they're just like, yeah, come on back. And I go, I just need you to refund me for the onion rings and I'll pay for the fries. They're like, we'll just give you the fries for free. Sorry about that. And they refunded me for the rings. So I ended up getting what I wanted for seven bucks instead of seven forty nine. but it took me like 35 minutes to sit in line and, and, and hash that. It was just frustrating. You know, I, I know fast food people, you know, that it's a cliche that they're not the brightest or whatever it is, but just sometimes it's, it helps, especially when there's four or five of them working with you. Like someone replied to my story. What? Who the fuck is this person? Sorry, guys. One sec. Sorry. People are messaging me regarding a post that I will tell you about later on in this episode. Um, I had, yeah. Rich was also saying like, oh, sorry, I hate you. You know, I know you hate when people you know, message you during the podcast. Well, first off, a lot of people don't know they're messaging me during the podcast. Um, it's more or less like when I'm getting like notifications on my phone from like some flyer company or, or something like that. Like it's when I'm getting spam messages or spam calls during the podcast, if a friend calls or texts, like they don't know. Right. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not the end of the world. I'm not super pissed about it, but it was just, it was frustrating in the moment where you're like, like I, I literally compromised. I, I foregoed my coupon. 
I just said, fine, I'll just pay full price to make this go easier. And all it did was I should have, I, it's honestly like, I should have just been a, a, not a prick, but I should have been like, no, I don't care about everyone else behind me. Like delete this order. Let's start again. I'll take two mama burgers for $5, nice and easy. And I'll get the fuck out of here. Instead, I used a coupon. I confused the people who should be way more versed in this sort of thing than I. And that's why, like, it's funny because. You know, you might hear the story at a quick glance and go, yeah, and I ordered Papa Burger and rings, but I wanted fries. And I go, well, the coupon was for rings. Yes. And that's why I asked as my first order of business, hey, can I do fries instead? Absolutely. You can groovy. That was me checking, you know, <clears throat> anyways, they're like, no, we can't do that. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm like, it's, it was, it was easier for them to give me free fries than it was for me them to just substitute the, the rings for fries. Anyways. That, that was frustrating. That was a frustrating little, little thing. So always leave the house with mask, never leave the house with pants that you can't just get out of your car and walk into an establishment if you have to. Um, you know, we, we've all grown as people as a result of my story, guys. Uh, what a stupid story of me being a lazy piece of shit, but you know, I, it was, it was very, very frustrating. Check. Oh my God. Check so many lessons. Always ask if you can make an alteration on the coupon and then double check. Now that's a new one. Ask and then double ask. Okay. The coupon is for rings and I am asking if I can do fries instead. You're confirming this is a possibility. Then when you get to the window and they, they charge you, you know, first off, just double check. You can't double check the price, but ask for a receipt. If I hadn't asked for a receipt, I wouldn't have got one. I wouldn't have seen that they had charged me $4 for, I can't believe in what universe I don't want the onion rings. I don't like onion rings. Yes. I'll pay full price for the fries. Okay. So full price for onion rings. You don't want to use your, like, ugh. then wear pants so that if you have to get out and skip the line outside, you can go right in without, you know, one, one hand on your fucking food bag, other hand on your fucking pants to keep your ball bag from falling out. Right. Bring your mask so that you can also go in and, you know, maybe, or maybe rule number one is don't eat fast food. You know what I mean? There's a reason that there's a bunch of trolls bumping heads into each other, serving you this stuff. Are you fast food shaming Josh? Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, another thing, huh? God, I got so many great things to talk about. I don't want to, some of them have been, uh, I've been meaning to talk about for a while. I might have to actually put one of these on, uh, on next week's. Cause what are we at? We're at 33 minutes here and I don't want this podcast to just be the longest thing of all time. Um, so I think I'm going to have to do uh, a big asterisk here and, and next week on this one, I'll do that. I'll put it on next week's. Um, I'm going to tell you guys about, um, where is it here? All right. A quick one, just because I just got the, the message here. Um, rest in peace, Norm Macdonald, very funny comedian. Um, weekend update on Saturday night live, the movie dirty work, um, regular on, on, on Conan and Howard Stern. Um, Norm Macdonald, uh, is a great great comic, uh, and, and just passed away, uh, yesterday, the 14th of September. And, uh, I, Norm Macdonald, a lot of Canadians don't know. And a lot of, you know, earthlings don't know. Norm Macdonald is right from, from right here in my hometown, Ottawa, Ontario. Um, great comic, uh, passed away. Apparently he was battling cancer for nine years and, uh, and it wasn't public. Um, I got to see Norm Macdonald, uh, perform at, uh, yuck yucks here in Ottawa. I was just, uh, that was back when I used to do amateur nights. Wednesday was the only night I could get on and I was doing an amateur show and Norm Macdonald popped in to do a set 
uh, in preparation for a theater show that he was doing here in Ottawa. Um, and he was great. He didn't do too, too long, but he did great. The show was great. Um, it was, it was phenomenal. It's the kind of thing you never see in, in Ottawa. You don't see a Los Angeles, you know, household name walk onto a stage here. You know, if they're, if they're, they, I'm not saying they don't come to Ottawa, but you know, they're coming and they're at a theater. In fact, he was at the center point theater, um, doing a show and he just happened to come in a couple of days earlier, popped into, to, you know, warm up. So that, that will happen very rarely, but somebody like Seinfeld doesn't just come to Ottawa and pop on a stage, you know, because he gets on a private jet, comes, does his shows, gets back on his jet and goes home. Um, but Norm, I guess came to, I don't know if he was visiting family, um, but he came early. I got to see him at Yuck Yucks. He was super nice to everybody after his shows, uh, took a picture with me. Um, but he passed away yesterday after a nine year fight with cancer. Even Norm Macdonald has a bit about them talking about how, uh, a long, uh, uh, battle with cancer. Blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's a, I can't even remember what album it is that he does that joke on, but it's a long bit about how, you know, they talk about someone has a, a courageous battle with cancer. He's like, you never hear about the cowardly battles of cancer where he, you know, cursed everyone and, and, and bartered and begged for the disease to be given to his loved ones and everyone else. He goes, you don't hear about that. You know, it's anything. When you die, you know, uh, the cancer dies too. So at, at best it's a draw for the cancer, you know? Uh, anyways, he's, uh, I, and I could do a better norm if I wasn't sick and fighting a lung thing. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. One of, one of the funny 61 years old. So, um, yeah, I posted a thing on, on Facebook and people have been responding to that. Um, I will tell you uh, a little bit more about Norm Macdonald, uh, later in the episode, but at least I addressed that rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. So funny. Um, he was more influential to other comedians than myself, but I will just say that like, um, it was obvious he had his own sound, his own cadence, his own style. He was a very funny, very funny human being. And, uh, yeah. And uh, the world is a lot less funny without him in it. Um, all right. Another story. I got so many stories here. You guys, um, Crystal and I went for dinner on Friday night. Here's another story of employee, uh, inexperience. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm just calling it an employee inexperience. We went to Eastside Mario's, not bragging. I don't, I've never been to the Olive Garden. I don't know if Eastside Mario's is like a Canadian version of the Olive Garden, but it is Italian. Uh, it does have the whole, you know, all you can eat kind of aspect to it. And uh, Crystal and I decided to go for dinner there. It's a nice spot. Uh, you know, they have unlimited uh, garlic loaf and and Caesar salad and soup when you, uh, when you order one of their meals. So we decided that's what we we're going to do. Got a gift card for it. Let's, let's go do that. And we had ordered, it was funny. Like we were, we were going to order, they did this a little personal 10 inch pizza kind of things. And so she's like, I'll have the, the 10 inch pizza, uh, you know, bacon and, and pineapple. I'm not even gonna get into it with you guys. Pineapple's fucking dope on pizza. And so she orders that. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. I'm going to have that. And she's, he's like, he's like, you're both going to have that. And I was like, yeah, he's like, okay, perfect. Uh, I'll be back. You know, he brought the bread and then, uh, I, you know, I said to him, can I have the soup? I'm going to do the, the soup. I had ordered Italian wedding delicious. And he's like, okay. So he comes back to the table, you know, not long afterwards with, uh, the Caesar salad that Crystal had ordered. 
And he's like, here you go, guys. You guys can have this. He's like, I'll have your soup for you in a minute. Just, I already ordered the salad and I don't think I can order the soup at the same time. So we're just going to give them a minute. That way they don't give me a, you know, a hard time. And I was like, okay. And he walks away and I'm like, I don't know why I can't have my soup <laughs> at the same time as your salad. I don't, I don't get how that works. And she's like, I don't know, but he said to have the, this, this, whatever. So we're having the Caesar salad. He brings us a big bowl of Caesar salad. We're having our Caesar salad. And then he shows up with a, a bowl of tomato soup. He's like, here you go. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but it was the Italian wedding. He goes, yeah, yeah, no worries. I actually, I'm going to order one of those for you right now. And just, if you want, you can have this in the meantime. I just got to wait until they, you know, gives them some time in the kitchen to, to, to make you another one. I haven't, I haven't ordered two things back to back. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm allowed to order my food. What is going on here? And so, um, we have, he keeps bringing us loaves of bread too. I'm dipping my loaves of bread in this tomato soup, having the Caesar salad, whatever. And then the, the, the pizza shows up, the single pizza shows up. And I was like, Oh, he goes, there you go, guys. Are you good? You need anything else? I'm like, well, is the other pizza coming? And he goes, Oh, I don't know if it's unlimited pizza. I think it's just unlimited. All you can eat, you know, other stuff. And I go, I go, well, no, she ordered that pizza and I ordered the same pizza. He's like, Oh, you're not sharing it. And I was like, no, we're, we're each getting one. He's like, Oh, I, I thought you guys were ordering one meal and you were sharing the, all you can eat stuff. And that's why I couldn't put in more than one. And I was like, Oh God, no, no, no. I was, we were both ordering the same thing, but we had already had so much Caesar salad and bread. And I was halfway through a soup that I'm just like, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just have this and see where it goes. He's like, okay, great. You know? And so we basically went there and ate. I don't know if I'll ever try this again, but we basically went there and, and ordered one meal. Like this guy was saying like, sorry, it's my second day or whatever. He's like, hey, no problem, man. Like, don't worry about it. We're, we're good. You know, he was being very polite. He was doing his best to take our orders and understand what we were asking for. So like, again, oh, sorry, I'm trying to adjust the arm here on the, the mic guys. It's way too in my face. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. Like, thanks for, for your efforts, whatever. He's like, yeah. So he basically gave us one person's meal. That's why he couldn't just order a salad and come out with a soup at the exact same time is it was like, yeah, if one person orders something, you give it a few minutes before you bring them the next thing. So that's why he was like, you know, I gotta, yeah, I'll wait a minute for your soup so that make sure that, you know, they give the kitchen time or whatever. And I was like, oh, I understand now. So we get our bill and it was like, fuck, I don't know, $22 taxes in for the one meal. So it's a pizza, soup, salad, all this shit. And I was like, oh, dude, I go, I have a $30 gift certificate that, that I'm pretty sure I have to spend all of. So I'm like, can we get a, <laughs> like, can we get a, uh, what was it? Um, let me get one of those desserts. I was just like, here, honey, you pick something off the dessert menu and we'll just get it to go to take home. She's like, okay. So we get like, she gets like this peanut butter, caramel cake thing. And then it's like, the total is like 31 bucks. I'm like, this is hilarious. I use my gift card. You know, I gave him a good tip too. Like with, with like a six, $7 tip for the guy on that order. It was like, yeah, the whole thing came to like 34 bucks or whatever. So it was like, I, I spent almost nothing. It was great. It was great. Now, granted that won't happen all the time. You should have someone say like, you need to each order. And we would have said, yes, that's what we're trying to do. But he didn't understand. So we, we got hooked up. That's what happened. We got hooked the fuck up at the, uh, at Eastside Mario's, the Canadian Olive Garden, it was uh, it was a great meal. We were just laughing the whole way home. Like, did we just spend like thirty bucks for both of us to eat out with a dessert to come? Like, it was great. It was great. Um, and that night, as responsible people, uh, 
we were like, you know what, this is our, our only night together without some kiddos for a while. Let's, uh, let's do something fun. So we decided that we were going to have a couple of gummies and, uh, and just finish up some of the shows that we were watching, um, or just, or just spend an evening on the couch watching shows. Uh, we didn't necessarily finish all the shows we were watching, but, um, so I got these gummies from the, the legal source. All right. Like I, I even checked with her if she was cool with me mentioning this. Excuse me. You guys hate my slurping. I wanted to check with her if she was cool with this because we are talking about, you know, us consuming cannabis products. Neither one of us are potheads. Uh, we don't smoke pot or anything like that. And we, we basically create a more stable situation for, you know, trying out weed products than we do for drinking. Like, you know, we'll go out to dinner and have a drink, but like, we were like, okay, you know, we're going to wait till after dinner. We're going to be back at home. We're going to make sure all of our stuff is, is done. We even got ourselves a couple of medicine balls. Starbucks drink, which is like two kinds of tea made with lemonade. They put honey in it. They put uh, peppermint shots in it. So it's like really open up the airwaves. Cause again, even then my, my chest wasn't ideal. So I was like, okay, I want to, I want to open up the airwaves and, uh, airwaves airways and get myself breathing good. Uh, so we took, it was funny. There was, there was four gummies in the bag. They were each 2.5 milligrams of, uh, you know, cannabis, uh, of THC. And so, um, we each had two in our hands, crystal ate her two and I ate like one. And then I was like, I'm worried. So I ate the half of my second one and then she ate the other half. She's like, Oh, why don't you want it? I was like, eh, it's too much for me. I'm too scared. <laughs> and, uh, and so she had it. So she had two and a half gummies and I had one and a half gummies. And like, after a while, like I, you know, we're just sitting there just watching, we were watching American horror story, the freak show one. So we were trying to finish that off. I think we were episode 10 or 11 or something like that. And, you know, almost all the way through the first one, this thing starts to kick in and it's like starting to get weird. The episode started getting weird and there's already odd characters that are still being introduced in the series that, that late into it. And it's like, Oh my God, who the hell is this guy? Oh my God, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Why is he here with a fucking puppet? What the hell is going on? And it was, it was so fucking weird after two episodes of American Horror Story, like we were, I was high, she was high. Now she's an angel because I'm sitting there not comfortable. This is what I don't like about we just, I can't keep my focus. Oh, sorry guys. I got to move this friggin' arm. Come on arm. Come on arm. Come on arm. Work with me here. Sorry. I try to move myself around and then the, the boom arm. It's great as the boom arm can move and it's not, it's not messing with the sound you guys don't hear every little thing. Whereas when I used to have it on the music mic, every little move I would make would, would come across as different. You'd hear every little boom and bang and things like that. I'm like tapping the shit out of it. You can barely hear it. Um, anyways, we start to get high. She's going like, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, Oh God, I'm high. okay. I'm, I'm high. I am definitely high. My thoughts are not sticking together very well. I am not doing well. And she's like, it's okay. I'm getting high too. She's like, it's easy. Just, just sit and relax. We'll watch the rest of this episode. And when it's over, the, the high will be over. So she's just, again, as much as she's going through her own thing, she's still there trying to talk me down. Amazing. Love her so much. Um, and I'm like, okay. And then, and then we're like, it just keeps going back to this, like whole, like every time, you know, turn around, look at the other person and start talking, you know, you can just see how high the other person is. And I'm trying to watch the show. The storyline's kind of going all over the place. Weird shit's happening. I'm having a hard time focusing because of how ADD the, 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 the high is making me. 
So I just look at her again. And she's like, yeah, don't worry. It will be over soon. It won't last much longer. I'm like, holy fuck. Am I ever high? She's like, I know me too. And then she starts like laughing. Like we're laughing about how she's like, oh my God, this is horrible. Right? Like, but she's smiling and she's laughing when she said it. I just burst out laughing. I'm like, what you're saying and your face don't match at all. You're like smiling and laughing. You're like, this is horrible. Right? Um, it was just, and it's so like some people are listening, like that's all you guys had. And it was that, but yeah, it was, it was much, I was up walking around. I even grabbed like a paper towel and wet it and like wrung it out. And I just stuck it in my head to try to like the sensation of the coolness to bring me a little bit of mental sobriety. It was just so funny to me, you know, it was funny, but it was also like, Oh, this is not so after two episodes of American horror story, I'm like, we gotta, we gotta switch gears. The show's tripping me out too much. So let's just switch over to nine perfect strangers because that's the show. That's the show where they're all just on a resort or whatever. It's not going to be, it's not going to be as crazy as this like freak show and carnival, whatever nonsense. So we put that show on now, minor spoiler alert. I'll give you the second rich told me, uh, he was telling me about a movie. He's like, I won't spoil it. Like you do. Fuck you guys. I do not spoil stuff. Uh, maybe in the past I'd spoiled the odd thing. Uh, and I'm talking years ago, but now I'm very like, okay, I'll be very ambiguous with what I'm talking about. This is a minor spoiler of the show, nine perfect strangers, which you find out pretty soon. But in the show, part of what's going on, it's not the big reveal or anything like that, but part of what's going on in the show is that the people are being microdosed with, with uh, psilocides and things like that. So, um, in the particular episode that we're watching, they've upped their dosage. So this show now goes into, you know, oh, they're tripping out. Um, and we're seeing their little hallucin- hallucinations and things like that. So switching over to the show was infinitely more mind fucky with us, you know, high than it was if we just stayed with American Horror Story. So now we're watching this thing, we're watching people trip out and and see visions and all sorts of different things. And I was like, oh my God, I'm having a hell of a time following this. Although there was, I was following it, but it was fucking with my head. Um, we watched, uh, there was one scene that was just amazing though, while high. It's probably amazing, not high, but it was so amazing while high. Um, and one of the people at the, at the resort, the retreat, whatever was, um, was manipulating, uh, what I've, what, what, what we since searched and found the name of, uh, is uh, Tibetan singing bowls. They're tapping these things. And it's just these like really harmonic, uh, sounds really nice calm, relaxing, even the, the scenes are showing everyone kind of like meditating while this person is very calming. We watched the scene like two, three times, just like, wow. And Chris was like, did you close your eyes through that last one? Did you close your eyes? It was so calming. So we've looked, we've listened to tracks of it since we've looked at the price to actually purchase the bowls <clears throat> all while sober. We found the name of them at breakfast the next day. So it wasn't like we, it wasn't like we were still doing this well, well, hi, it was just that that was the one part of the trippy experience of that episode that was incredibly calm. It's probably the best takeaway from the, the evening entirely. Um, but yeah, so we watched two, uh, two episodes of American horror story, an episode of nine perfect strangers. And then we watched, uh, the other two episodes of freak show and, and finished off the series. And it was, uh, it was fun. It was, it was a fun night. Uh, scary night, (laughs) 
but uh but overall it was it was a fun time we got a great meal great price we had some gummies tripped out while watching two incredibly odd shows and then uh and then life went on um i did uh i did watch um by myself just over the course of the week the love on the spectrum show again on netflix life uh sorry love on the spectrum is a show about people with autism trying to date i believe i've told you guys about that in the past i just watched it not too many weeks ago so charming some of you might hear that and go oh my god that sounds crazy or or whatever you don't even need a lot of empathy for the show you know this is not like oh i'm in the field and i'm very fascinated by these kind of things this was just like oh my god how hard is it when you're on a date to pick up on social cues and pick up what the other person's putting down and i was being subtle and oh that's thing yeah she's playing with her hair like there are so many things to pick up on if you're somebody who doesn't already struggle with social cues so imagine how hard it is for two people who you know like people with autism don't pick up on human human signals you know social social signals and things like that they just don't pick up on them and you know it's it's a very charming show because they're interviewing them and they're asking them like one-on-one to the camera, like, Hey, what's your impression of like, what do you think is, is love? And what do you think it means to be in love? And why do you want to find love and things like that? And they're all very open and honest and genuine. They're good people. Um, but then when you're watching them on these dates, you're just like, Oh, these poor bastards have no idea like what to look for. They don't, they don't know how to not just talk about themselves and their own interests. They don't even, they don't even know how to like keep a conversation going. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes if you talk to someone with autism, you'll see that they kind of shy away and things like that. Well, imagine two people shying away and you know, it's, it was an incredibly charming show. It was nice. It was sweet. Um, you know, like I said, you don't, you don't have to be like, Oh man, I really want a tear jerk. It's not like that. It was just listening to people on the spectrum, describe love and what they thought love was and everything like that. And to just, you know, it, it almost reminds us that like, a, we have a little bit of an advantage, but it's still difficult. It's hard for everybody. You know, it's hard to, to communicate and it's hard to know what someone else is thinking. It's just, it was really sweet. I, I gotta say, I am I'm, I'm the reason I'm bringing it up and, and I watched it again is I just happened to be flicking through and I saw it. it's like, Oh, watch it again. New season, September 21st. I cannot fucking wait. I can't wait. We're going to have an election on September 20th here in Canada. And then September 21st, I am stretching my legs out and I am marathoning love on the spectrum season two. I cannot wait. It is going to be so fun. It's going to be so, oh, can't guys. I can't wait. Cannot wait. It is the most anticipated thing in my life right now. Even more than this tour. I am going, I cannot wait to watch love on the spectrum season two. see how sweet and charming these people are and where they've been. Since last I, I watched them date each other. Oh my God. I can't wait. Cannot fucking wait. Um, I also, is that it Josh? No, even more guys. I, um, went to go see suicide squad, the suicide squad. I should say, um, that's the one that just came out in August. I went to go see it with Brody. It was nice for me and the young feller to have a little night to, uh, hang out couple of guys doing a guy's night with a big guy's movie, like Su- the suicide squad. Um, I don't give a shit about DC movies, generally speaking, because they're they're kind of shitty. But this DC movie, The Suicide Squad, um, was written and directed by James Gunn. Now, I don't expect you guys to know who that is, but James Gunn is the writer and director of Guardians of the Galaxy. 
and and Guardians of Galaxy Volume Two. Um, the reason uh, that says something for me is that Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't know anything about any of those characters. And James Gunn did a really good job of saying, like, I'm going to take a bunch of characters that nobody knows and make a really charming, fun, good time movie out of it. Um, so I I thought Guardians was great. Guardians 2 was great. And um, and of course, when James Gunn got fired by Disney for like a tweet from like 20 years ago or whatever, um, DC immediately was like, can we can we hire you for Suicide Squad? And he was, yeah, sure. I just got fired. You know, need the work. Sure. Um, and then Disney since rehired James Gunn for Guardians 3, thank God. And, uh, it's, it's nice because, you know, we're going to have that same charm and story back. Uh, but of course it's, it's pushed guardians back further because, you know, when they let him go, he went to work for DC for a while. Um, the reason I say that is just that it's, it's, you, you get an idea of like when a, when a director, you get the idea of what a director brings to the table. So I don't know. The only suicide squad character that I know of in this movie is Harley Quinn. And to be honest with you, I could give a fuck about Harley Quinn. They over sexualized her in the first movie, right? Suicide squad. They put her in that. Um, I don't believe she was in any of the Batman stuff before that. And they just had her as a tits and ass parade the whole time. Um, I think Margot Robbie is a good looking woman, but I don't, I've never been one to be like, yay, tits and ass, tits and ass. It makes me feel like the, the studio thinks I'm stupid as a male. And I just, I don't care about plot or anything. If you just, if you just have her bend over and her butt cheeks are falling out of her pants all the time. Yay. I'll watch it. Um, I loved that, that James Gunn didn't use her a lot in this movie. Um, he didn't have her, it could have been part of her contract too or whatever, but, um, they didn't have her ass and her tits hanging out all the time, um, which was nice. So I, I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed that part of it because I watched the first Suicide Squad movie and I thought it was, eh, I watched Harley Quinn, like while I was homesick months ago, I watched, I think it was when my wisdom teeth, uh, were healing. I watched, uh, you know, Harley Quinn and the birds of prey. Uh, or, or Harley Quinn, the beautiful emancipation, the, the birds of prey and the emancipation of Harley and Quinn or whatever. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Birds of prey, the glorious emancipation of Harley Quinn. Anyways, watch that. And that was, eh, but like they, they have her too much. She's really over the top and goofy. I just, I don't like her character. Um, I'm glad they didn't just make her the main focus of, of suicide squad. In fact, she wasn't in it as much as I would have expected, which was great. And what I really liked was there's all these new, you know, suicide squad characters that I've, I know nothing about, which gives James Gunn an opportunity to kind of play around with them and, and make it like guardians where it's like, here's a bunch of characters that nobody knows. And maybe you'll fall in love with them and enjoy them. So it was fun. It was fun in that regard. I really enjoyed, uh, the suicide squad and that regard. the story terrible. Nothing really interesting about the story at all. However, the story was just the the vehicle for lots of action and lots of jokes and funny scenes. So it's, it, it gives you some good cheap laughs at times. It gives you, uh, lots of action. And I'm talking like it's R rated guys. It is R rated. This movie has lots of gore in it. So if you're looking for something like Deadpool, where there's heads exploding and bodies exploding and everything like that, there is blood and guts all throughout this movie. Um, so, and done in funny, charming ways too, which is crazy. Like it, it, it was, it was fine. Is it a good movie? No. Is it an, is it entertaining for two hours? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no part of me that's like, okay, so like, where does it fit into the universe? I don't care. DC's universe is so stupid and shitty anyways, but did I get to watch a movie with a bunch of like goofy shit happening and, and visuals and stuff? Absolutely. So, um, I, I, it's not one I would say go out and, and see, um, 
I think it was made more fun by James Gunn. And I think that uh, if it's on Netflix or something, or you see it on Prime, uh, absolutely waste two hours watching it. A um, lot of lot of fun for me and the young fella to go see this together. Um, I told you guys a while back. I'm looking to see. I don't have a lot left, which is good. It's gonna be a lot of fun for us guys. Um, I I told you guys a while back that I read a book called uh, How to Figure Out What to Do with Your Life Next by Jennifer Turliak. And I even interviewed Jen, um, not long after I was finished the book. And I, I gotta tell you guys, um, my, my good buddy, Chris from the idea shop was the one he was promoting her book and, uh, the book is good. And I, I will, I will give you a review of the book and I will give you my interview with Jen. Um, Jen is a CEO of, uh, Jen's been involved with a lot of big companies and she's learned from some of the best in the world. And she's a, a phenomenal CEO herself. She's worked on a million things. Um, I have delayed, uh, putting up my interview with Jen because I had an hour of her time. We had nothing but technical difficulties, uh, for the first while of it. And, um, and then what ended up coming out was a, was a, a rushed review or uh, interview. I was trying to make sure that I got all my questions answered. It wasn't my normal, like, Hey, are we having fun? Are we enjoying our conversation? You know, let's just get to know each other. Let's let it flow. It was like, get these questions asked because I don't know when I'm going to, you know, I know I've only got you for another little bit and we just lost 30 minutes of technical difficulties, all sorts of shit like that. It was just, it was a bummer. It was a bummer. It is not my favorite interview. It's not really Jen's fault. Um, it's just not super happy with it. Um, so it will certainly not be released as its own interview. Um, it will be released as like a little, a little just extra content conversation that I have at the end of the, uh, an episode sometime. Um, I just have to go through it. I have to edit it. I have to try to clean it up. I, I, we, we quite literally, even when we're talking, we even lose the, the audio. Like, so, so I'll, I'll ask her a question and then it, she'll start answering and then it just goes dead. Um, so, and, and to be honest with you guys, like I, I almost don't want to put it out at all. Not because I didn't care, not because it wasn't good. It was just, well, because the quality and the, the, the technical aspect is not good. So I don't think I actually have an interview for you guys. I think I have some questions thrown out. I have some answers Then I have other answers that are lost. Then you have me like frazzled trying to ask the question again to see if I can get the answer. And then we start talking about, Oh shoot, I must've lost the wifi. It's, it's just like, it's like the worst thing ever. So I didn't want, you know, I told you guys, Hey, I got the interview coming up. It'll be out on Friday. That was the week that we did it. And it was just nothing but problems. And, uh, yeah. So I think, um, I think honestly, uh, I don't, I don't think I'll be putting it out, but I will do a review on her book. Um, if I, if I didn't already, I already talked a little bit about the book on the episode, but I just wanted to give you guys an update just in case there was anyone out there. Sometimes people are out there like, Hey, whatever happened to that interview you did with so-and-so I'm like, yeah, it's just, this one is, is not coming out. Um, I've had some interviews as of late that some of you onesies have told me like, Hey, that interview there, you know, uh, wasn't, wasn't your greatest or, or I listened to some of it and it was just kind of off my interviews as of late, especially with COVID. I, I, I've been telling people this for a long time. I prefer to do an in-person interview. I can see the person we can connect. We can make eye contact. We're present in the same space. It's a lot more personal, which are the interviews that I've tried to do over the years. Um, 
I have done a couple interviews over Zoom. They're not my favorite, but at least I get the person there. But they are subject to technical difficulties. Um, I've also done some interviews that I was asked to do. So instead of, you know, hey, this is something I really like and I really like to talk to this person. I, I was told, Hey, like, can you, can you do an interview with them? Let's get you an interview. So then I feel rushed to consume their product. I can, I feel rushed and I feel it doesn't feel natural to me. I, I, I really, I, I have partners and and sponsors over the past that I only like to partner and sponsor, you know, companies that I believe in that I like. And while I've been pleasantly surprised in some of these interviews with people, and while I've really liked some of the people, uh, the interviews themselves felt stiff. It's hard for me to pretend to be interested in certain things that I'm not interested in. Um, you know, I, I, this is not me coming at anybody I've interviewed. It's not an attack by any means, but, um, it's hard for like, I don't want to ever give you guys something that's insincere. Right. So I don't want to be like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, Hey, I've got this great interview with somebody. And it was like something I didn't want to do there. There I I've interviewed people that I, that I flat out was like, I don't want to do this, but I have people who do nice things for me and who help me out. So I try to, I try to reciprocate. That's the person I try to be is I try to reciprocate. But I think lately I haven't been in a huge rush to do interviews because of COVID. I can't sit face to face with people. So the interviews that I want to do, I'm, I can't really do. And I'm waiting until I get a face to face opportunity to do it. And instead, all the interviews that are coming my way are ones that are like, Hey, you know, if you read this book, do you want to talk to the person? And it's like, okay. It almost feels like that it's tit for tat. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to complain or be negative or anything. I'm just trying to say that, um, some people have noticed that my interviews as of late haven't been as engaging or as exciting as they, they have been in the past. And I'm just letting you know that, you know, some of that is due to the fact that they're being done over the web and not in person that with tech issues, some of them are, are ones I didn't really want to do and, and wasn't excited enough about the thing to actually, be, you know, to be a good interviewer, you know, I guess a good interviewer can just interview about anything, but, but then that's where you get these, in my opinion, these stale, like CBC interviews where it's like, okay, so tell me about blah, blah. You know, I'd rather get to know the person and I, and I like to be excited about the person I'm talking to so that I can give a better conversation, give a better interview. When I'm excited and fascinated and curious, I ask better questions and try to hopefully be going down the same road as the listeners when, when hearing things. Um, so I just wanted to give that update and I think, uh, I think just in talking this out right now with you guys and thanks for, for being a part of it is I really don't think I'm going to put this, this interview out. Um, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I'm not hundred percent sure. I will give it a listen. I will edit it to the best of my abilities and try to clean it up as much as possible. But if what I end up with is not a good, um, interview, it's not interesting or whatever, I, I just won't put it out. I'll do a review of the book and, and you know, that will have to be enough. Uh, okay. So there you go. There's the update about the, the Jennifer Turliuk interview. It's not Jen's fault. Jen was fine. Jen gave me her time. And just, unfortunately, most of that time was, was destroyed by, by technical issues. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to save this for next week, but I'm only just over an hour. So maybe this one will be under, I thought it was gonna be like a three hour episode with everything I had to talk about. Um, I want to, uh, give a little, little shout out to, uh, ah, you know what? I wanted them to hear it. So I thought I'd put it at the beginning of the, you know, I'll put it at the beginning of next week. All right, guys, hang on. It's not a, not a huge deal. I picked up some really cool shit that I'm excited to use this year. And it took me a while to get in my hands. I had an amazing team of people that, that with all the issues we had worked their asses off, kept putting up with my emails. I will tell you about that next week so that when I say it, um, they don't have to listen to the last hour 
to find uh, where I was, you know, when I said this stuff. So that will be for next week. Um, is there anything else to tell you? Okay. I will tell you guys this. I still have, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I had big thank yous for people who were purchasing products. I still have one man podcast gear. I still have six of the one man podcast boxes. Those of you who've listened regularly, a lot of you have already picked them up. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate the support, but I want to let some of you other onesies knows that knows some of you other onesies know that I still have just individual product too. I have hats. I have, I have only two t-shirts left. Um, but I have notebooks, I have, uh, water bottles, uh, phone stands, you know, phone wallets, bags, totally like I have, I have one man podcast stuff. Um, I have the USBs that have, you know, um, some exclusive interviews and stuff like that on them. So, um, these things are also available. I will ship them to you, uh, wherever you are in the world. Um, if you're interested in any of these, please send an email to contact at one man You can just ask me, say, Hey Josh, what are the things that you have? And I will send you product pictures, like professional p- product pictures that we've taken of these. Uh, so you can see what they are, whatever. And if there's anything that you want, please let me know. I will happily, uh, you know, you, you can, you can pick it up. I'll send you the prices, whatever, but contact at one man I will send you the pictures and prices. Um, please feel free to pick anything up. Uh, it will, we'll ship it to you. It's, uh, it's really helpful to the podcast, really helpful to me. Uh, I do appreciate it very much. And having said that, I'm going to let you guys know that I'm actually going to be doing a contest, uh, right now, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a good friend of mine, Narong, uh, hooked me up with a $50 Amazon gift card. Um, it is Canadian Amazon. So I apologize any U S listeners. You guys won't be eligible for this, uh, just cause I don't think that it'll work, uh, in the States. But anyone, any of my Canadian listeners are, are eligible for this. Um, I, here's what you got to do. All right. I'm always asking you guys to send in emails or top fives or, or shittiest movie recommendation. So I'm going to try to give you guys the, the rules for this Amazon gift card giveaway. Narong gave it to me and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather use this to give to a onesie so we can get ourselves interacting a little bit. I really do enjoy when you guys write in, it helps me out with, with content and things to talk about. Um, I know this episode has been long already and I really felt like it was gonna be longer with all the things I had to talk about. But again, I abbreviated some of them. Um, I, uh, so here's what I want. All right. Here's how you get an entry. Everyone can get an entry every single week. You can have, you can have one entry every week, no matter who you are. Now you guys know that I don't get a whole lot of emails. So know that your odds are already very high of getting this $50 Amazon gift card. All right. Um, here's what you got to do. I will draw the, uh, I will announce the winner on episode number 230. All right. Nice and easy. 230 on October 6th. All right. Which I think gives you three or four chances at an entry, uh, before it comes in. So even if you're like, oh my God, there's a few people emailing in, well, you know, you can get any, you can get a ballot every single week. So here's what you got to do to get a ballot. All right. You got to email contact at one man podcast. You gotta, you gotta send me three things. You have to send me a top five. So that can be one of either two things. You can either send me a top five, uh, suggestion. And by that, I mean something like, Hey, top five pizza toppings, as I've done in the past, top five, uh, you know, bad driver habits, send me something I haven't got before, but I, I always request that you don't make it broad. What are your top five movies? What are your top five favorite bands? You know what I mean? Like those are too broad. I'll burn through topics or whatever. You guys have heard me say, you know, I try to go with something a little more niche so that I'm not just burning out an entire category of things. Right. And so it's a little bit more specific to me. 
You know what I mean? If you said, uh, I was trying not to be too specific with superhero powers. I'll give you an example, right? Because if you say, what are your top five superhero powers you'd like to have? Well, flying, super strength, super speed, you know, invisibility, mind reading or whatever, like those big ones are going to be on everybody. So I tried to make mine a little more niche. Like let's just assume when it's something that big, we, we should already know what everyone else's top three are going to be. You go do biggest bands in the world. You're going to go, okay, Rolling Stones, U2, ACDC. Like you're going to, you're going to, everyone's going to knock off the big ones, right? Excuse me. Allergies are bugging me. I feel it all the way up my ear canals. Um, so the, what I say is when you send me a top five, uh, suggestion, try to make it, um, a little specific, not crazy specific, but just something specific so that it, it's, it's more likely that your list would be different than mine. I don't know. I, I'm sure you guys understand. I'm, I hope I didn't over explain it, but so I need you to, one of the things you'd send me is an email with, uh, either a top five suggestion for me or a top five of your own. You know what I mean? You, you can either do one that we've already done or just send me like your top five list of something. But if you send me a top five list, please don't send me uh, one word answers. Number one, blank. Number two, blank. Number three, blank. Like not blank, but one word. You know what I mean? Send me at least one sentence describing why you chose that. Okay. So that's one thing you sent me. I know that sounds like a lot of work, but you can literally just be like, okay, my top five favorite ice cream flavors, chocolate chips. Cause I love the fucking crunch and above. Okay. Number two, mint chocolate. You know what I mean? Like send me your top five. And that's one thing I need from you. Number two, I need a, a shittiest movie suggestion. Okay. Now you can send that to me based on any platform, but I'll make life easy for you. If you guys download the Tubi app, T U B I Tubi, um, it's free. You can download it on your phone. You can download it on Apple TV. I'm sure it's available for Chromecast. Um, I'm not even sure. I believe most TVs, smart smart TVs actually have access to Tubi as well. So it's free. And Tubi has a ton of like B-horror movies and B-movies and just nonsense. So uh, send me a horrible, shittiest movie suggestion. You, don't, you do not have to watch it. You just have to find a shitty movie, put it in, and let me know what platform. If it's on Netflix, Tubi, Prime, Disney plus whatever it is, just send me a, a, a shittiest movie suggestion. Literally look, look for something to punish me with. Um, and then, uh, three, the third thing that you send me is some sort of short little write up. Like I, I I've got it listed here as a short story, but you don't have to send me a short story. It's just some people will be like, Hey man, been, been watching a lot of this, whatever, like just something to connect with a little bit. So you send me a top five either a suggestion or your own top five of something. You send me a shittiest movie recommendation and you send me a little bit of a write-up that gets you a ballot that should realistically take you no more than five or 10 minutes to, to do all of that. And I would appreciate it. That gets you a ballot or you don't have to do any of those three other things. You can literally just purchase any random piece of one man podcast gear. So if you, if you want to see the stuff, send it to me. If you end up buying something, you can end up buying something as simple as a $10 notebook, you know? And that would get you entered into a ballot to win a $50 Amazon gift card. How cool would that be? Spend 10 bucks and win 50. So those are the things, an email with a top five, uh, a shittiest movie suggestion and some small write-up. You can either tell me something that cool that's going on with you. I don't care if you're reviewing a little movie or something that you saw, whatever it is, just something, just a little, give me a paragraph of write-up telling me how stupid it is that I'm asking you. I don't care what it is. Just, I, I want a little interaction. The one thing I will say is that I need a minimum of five entries to activate this contest. All right. So again, if anyone is interested in this, you know, if you email in every single week with this, you'll get at least, uh, you know, three entries, which, you know, for this thing to activate, it only needs five, but I just, I want, I want some interaction from you guys and totally 
pulling pulling up the thing. I'll even I can even do a live video on Instagram or something like that when I when I draw the name. But every time, like I said, you can get a ballot every week. You can't send me this. I'm, I'm sure this goes without saying, but you can't send me the same uh, email three or four weeks in a row. You know what I mean? Like send me different top five, send me different, whatever. You can send me a top five, one list one week. And then the next week, send me a top five suggestion you want me to do. But I think, uh, I think it's a really cool way for you guys to get involved. Um, I think it's, it's some cool swag, like your chances. I guarantee you, not everyone is going to jump at this, but your chances. And I'll let you know. All right. I'll keep you up to date. I won't, I won't just keep it ambiguous. I'll let you know. Hey guys, literally no one emailed this week. So your chances are still 100%. If you send me anything again, that's why I wanted to activate. I'm not, I'm not getting one email and then going to throw away a $50 gift card. So I need at least five emails, which is cost me a breaking it down $50 card. That's one, that's $10 an email I'm willing to, to, to pay. Okay. So if I get five emails that activates this competition and then, yeah, if it was one person did it three times and, and two other singles, whatever it is. But, uh, I just, I like to hear from you guys. I like to know what's going on with you. I like you to be involved in the segments and stuff. So, so yeah. Um, or alternatively, like I said, just buy something, you know, help me move some of this inventory out of here. I got stacks of notebooks and, and, and coffee mugs and hats. Oh, the hats look great. So yeah, pick up something, uh, if you don't want to send an email and that'll get you a ballot too. Um, I'll even go as far. Why don't Why not? Why not? Shamelessly. I'll even go as far as to say that if you want two ballots in a week, um, you can do that by, by sending me the email with the things that I asked and you can purchase an item. So there you go. That's a, that's a way to get two things in a week. So that's the only way to get two pellets a week or alternatively just do one or the other or switch up or whatever it is. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate all of you guys listening, of course, and, and, and whatnot. So where do we send these emails that you've got us excited for Josh contact at one man podcast.com. All right. Top five this week, guys. Top five is. Uh, this just came to me last night. Uh, the top five comedians I've seen live. Um, I've seen a lot of comedians live as a, you know, being a stand-up comedian. I've seen lots of stand-up comedians live. Uh, this list is predominantly designed to be the comedians that I have seen, like that I bought tickets or had tickets bought. I was going there that night to see this comic. I was not performing. I was not doing anything like that. It was just me going to see stand-up comedy. Um, and I will put these pictures on, uh, the Instagram. So I've got a picture of myself with each of these comedians at these shows in question. And, um, I, I haven't been taking pictures of myself and comedians in a long time, but, uh, it's just, it's nice to, um, it's nice to have a little keepsake from when I've seen it. So, um, I just want to put an honorable mention in here. Cause I basically had six shows that I saw that came to mind and I just felt bad that one of them went by the wayside. Uh, but it's another comedian who has, who has since passed away. Uh, John Panette, John Panette, nay, nay. I said, nay, nay. Oh, he was a real jerk. He'd come out every hour. Um, John Panette was very, very good. Um, I believe my buddy Mika bought the tickets for John Panette. Um, but that was a great show. Great comedian, great Boston comedian. Uh, very, very nice man. No one had anything negative to say about John. Very sweet, uh, performed several times at the just for last festival. So got to see John Panette. You will see a picture of me and John, uh, in my, in my Instagram feed. Um, not feed, but you know, yeah, I guess it's my feed, my, my profile, whatever the hell you call it. But, but an honorable mention to John Panette, who, who would have come on number six, uh, had it been a top six and not a top five. So in number five, uh, Doug Stanhope, Doug Stanhope, very raw, gritty comic. He filled a place in my heart. Um, 
after George Carlin died as like a gritty comedian who was saying, was talking real stuff, had real shit to say, was holding, you know, society and, and, and whatnot, you know, feet to the fire. Uh, really like Doug, Doug Stanhope got to see him, uh, in Toronto. Uh, I think like the first year I started doing stand up comedy, I went with, uh, another comedian, Nick Carter had an absolute blasting Stanhope. He was very funny. He was very, uh, raw. Uh, he was very nice too. We got to meet him out of the store. He was a very, very nice guy. In fact, it reminds me that, um, I think a year or two later, um, he had an album come out called from across the street. And the same Nick Carter I'm talking about actually was, was working. I think he did uh, a, a radio show at Carleton university here in Ottawa on their station, CKCU called like the time travelers union or something like that. And the day that Doug Stanhope's, um, album from across the street came out, um, Nick had got in touch with him and asked if he would be cool with like coming on the radio and, and interviewing or whatever. And Doug chatted with us for like an hour um, about the new album. I remember at one point he was, you know, like, hold on a second, trying to light a cigarette off the stove or whatever. It was, it was really cool. So Doug, Doug has always seemed to be a really cool guy. Doug was also like one of those people who like, you know, when he would come to town, he would say like, Hey, you know, uh, I always, he always tries to get a, like a local guy to open up for him, which a lot of comics do, but they'll go through a club and they'll get a local club to pick the person. Doug was always like, recommend to me somebody that you think should open to me. That's not yourself. And he would just kind of use that as an, so enough people would recommend someone else. If that name was enough that, uh, that they would be able to, to do it. So I thought that was really cool. That was a cool way of Doug, you know, um, trying to help out some, some up and coming guys, give them like a credit or something like that. And, and also just find the right person, but find it like, you know, rather than people hyping themselves up, like hyping each other up. I think it was a, it was a good thing. So, uh, Doug Stanhope, a comic I still love. I've listened to many, many times. Think he's the greatest. He's he's dark and gritty, and you may not agree with a lot of the stuff that he says, but he's still very. I find him to be very charismatic, and uh, and whatnot. Now, um, Jim Jeffries is a comic a lot like him too, um, but Doug is just like <clears throat> just just like it's like it's like if Jim Jeffries had never gotten big, Doug Stanhope would that that's what Doug Stanhope is. Um, but Doug Stanhope is a comics comic. Everybody, everybody in the industry knows and loves Doug. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, nothing negative to say about Doug Stanhope. Love, love, love Doug Stanhope. Um, and he's, he's number six for guys I've seen. Li- I've seen him live twice. I saw him in Toronto. And I saw him in uh, Montreal. Um, number four is the aforementioned Norm McDonald. Um, Yes, I saw him perform at Yuck Yucks on the Wednesday night when I was there in Ottawa. Uh, that same week, myself, other comedians, including Nick Carter, who I just mentioned, um, we decided to to go see him in Toronto and uh, at the Yuck Yucks in the downtown Yuck Yucks in Toronto. And we got to see him on the weekend. So we he was in Ottawa doing the shows at the theater here. And then he was planning on going to Toronto next to perform at the Yuck Yucks. And we had got tickets to see him there. So we actually went to do a week-long trip <clears throat> excuse me to Toronto doing open mics and things like that. And, uh, and then see Norm McDonald. It was a great show. Uh, we didn't talk to Norm after that show because there's way more people there. And we had quite honestly, just talked to him the week prior in Ottawa, you know? So it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't really a big deal to, to stand around and just talk to him again, you know, to wait and to wade through all those people. So it was kind of cool that we had our moment with him in Ottawa and then, uh, and then that was that it was, it was fun. It was fun. So, and Norm put on a great show. It was very, very funny to see number three, Mike McDonald. 
another native of Ottawa, another McDonald last name. Very funny guy. Uh, Mike McDonald is the only one who, who like, you can see that guy anywhere and he always put on a show. Um, Mike was very different off stage, and I'm very lucky because I remember the show that I'm talking about, the one that I paid to go see him. Like he was coming to Yuck Yucks. Hey, that's the guy who's done Just for Laughs like every single time. At this point, Mike McDonald was still invited to the Just for Laughs festival every single year. He has the longest standing record of consecutive years doing the festival. And um, we got tickets to see him at the old Yuck Yucks on Albert. And I remember the lineup down the street. Now we had reservations, we'd already paid for our tickets, but lineup down the street. Holy fuck. One of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, just the energy that he brought, uh, the, the content, like the guy, the guy's fucking hilarious was unfortunately another, another gentleman who passed away. It's funny. Three of my five are dead. Um, and if you count John, my honorable mention, four of my six are dead. That sucks. Um, but again, Hey, at least I got to see these guys live. Right. Um, Mike McDonald, great comedian. Um, he had, uh, liver issues, you know, was fighting that got a liver transplant was fighting, coming back from that was got healthy again, started doing shows. I had the opportunity to work with him numerous times, which was great as a young kid who, when I first saw him rip up that room, I had never planned on being a stand up comic. I'd never, I had never, uh, facilitated or, 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 you know, was, I think facilitated the idea of being a comedian. I don't think that's the word that I'm looking for, but I'd never, I'd never even considered being a comic. Other, other people wanted me to, I just didn't want to do it. Um, but then, you know, getting to work with them. And I remember this was a big compliment. It's not, I'm not trying to make it about myself, but just for a guy this big to say that it's like, you, you needed to hear these sometimes in this business. But I remember we did a show at a golf club, you know, we were hired to do a show. I was hired to feature and he was going to headline and we had an inexperienced host and, um, I remember Mike and I were sitting in the back of the room and we were listening to the host and we were listening to the opening acts and, you know, we're just talking, he's looking at me, he's shaking his head and everything like that. And, you know, nice guy. He wouldn't have been rude to them, but he's just like, yeah, like what they were doing, you know, without throwing people under the bus or getting too information that I honestly, I don't even think you guys would, would understand or relate to, but the idea was, <sighs> The thing was the crowd was kind of unresponsive. It was like a men's night, men at a golf course. So the, the guys who were hosting and doing the opening stuff, they just didn't really know how to deal with a one nighter room. You know, they didn't like, they would ask a question of the audience and no one would answer. It's like, well, nobody wants to be the center of attention. So you don't ask the whole audience. You pick someone and you ask that person directly. Then there's no one else They're You know, they're not waiting for someone else to answer because you're the one who's been asked little things like that, that just don't work. And so it wasn't working, but it wasn't working. And then I went up and I, I did my feature spot, which was like a 20, 25 minute spot. And I got them going. I got them laughing. I started to engage them, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and that war and that really warmed them up. And, uh, and then the, the host came out and luckily he didn't do a lot of time. Um, cause he was, cause honestly, the guy was cooling the audience off. So I, I kind of got them to where they needed to be for Mike to come out and headline and, uh, to make it, to make it so you didn't have to work as hard on the top. And luckily the host didn't do enough time to cool them off too much and then brought up Mike. And I just remember after the show, we were leaving, going out to our cars and Mike said, Hey, uh, thanks for turning them into a comedy audience for me. I really appreciate that. And I was like, that was a big 
compliment coming from someone as, as big as Mike McDonald. For those of you who don't know, Mike McDonald got huge here in Canada, spent almost the entire time I was doing stand up, living in Los Angeles. Like the whole, whole time I knew who he was on TV, he was living in Los Angeles. So he's from Ottawa, but he lived in Los Angeles, the, the vast majority of my life, you know, watching him and, uh, and came back when he was undergoing his surgery and recovery and everything like that. But he was doing like every festival here, every show you can get like Mike McDonald, one of the funniest human beings. So number three people I've seen live, Mike McDonald, um, number two, Bill Burr. Um, I've seen Burr twice, one time courtesy of my buddy Mika again, who purchased the tickets. Uh, another time I won tickets uh, from Just for Laughs to go see Bill Burr at uh, TD Place. And, uh, you know, both times I got to, to, to hang out with Burr after the show. Uh, one time he was just doing a meet and greet outside the NAC. So everyone got to meet him. The second time I pulled a few strings with my buddy, Paul Verzi and Verzi got us, you know, security came to get us and brought us backstage to meet Burr. You know, that was a, that was a fun one. That's a little, uh, humble brag there. Uh, people call it an odd flex. I think that's a very, uh, very specific flex that I'm doing on that one. But, uh, but that was cool. Um, Burr's hilarious. Still one of my favorite comedians. I listen to his podcast. I, I consume, you know, what, what he puts out there. I, I pay attention to, I'm a big fan of Bill Burr. The guy puts on a fucking great show. He'd probably be my number one, if not for my number one, but, uh, but my number one is probably also his number one. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, Bill Burr's great. He's still alive. He's still doing stuff. I watch his specials, whatever. Um, you know, it's a great show. It's a great show that he puts on. If you're a fan to go see him live, I, I can't recommend it. If he's back here a lot, anytime he comes to my city, I will, I will go see him. Just, it's just that simple. So, um, I'll put up the pictures of Burr. And finally, my number one, and in, in my opinion, one of the number one comedians of all time, if not the number one comedian of all time is George Carlin. Um, I, I told this story in detail in episode number one of this podcast. So if you want to hear it in detail, go back and listen to episode number one. It's still there. It's still free. It's great to, to hear, but, uh, George Carlin on my birthday, I think when I was 21 or 22, uh, I got to go see George Carlin, uh, with my friend Mika and my friend Patrick. Um, we were the only two people, sorry, well, me and my two friends, my two friends and I were the only two people who were able, I was able to call and make arrangements and everything like that to be able to go backstage and meet George Carlin. He signed a, a DVD box that I had of his, took some pictures with us. Uh, this is pre smartphone days. So, you know, the pictures are off of some old point and shoot that I, the picture you see of me and George Carlin, I'm scruffy too. No, no beard care, no hair care. I was like literally showered after work. My boss worked me extra long that day. Cause he knew I was going to go see George Carlin and he's conservative and he knew that George Carlin was pretty liberal. So he was doing everything he could to sabotage me to be there. So I had to like go home, shower quickly after working, you know, I was doing electrical, but I remember I, I worked my ass off. I was dirty. I go home, showered and like left. And I had like long kind of curly when it's dry hair. So I look like a scruffy fuck in that picture. I do apologize, but Carlin couldn't have been nicer. He was kind to us. He gave us time in between the two shows. Listen to the full length of that story in episode number one that I tell it. Um, meaning George Carlin was great. He put on a hell of a show. I remember my friend Patrick, like we were dying laughing at his opener and my friend Patrick's like, guys pace yourselves. Cause we'd been to comedy shows where we'd laughed so hard that we would just, we were just exhausted. We're like, we were like desensitized to the laughter. Cause we we're just wiped out from laughing. He's like, okay, pace yourselves guys. Like we can laugh. Just, just pace yourselves. Cause it's going to be like, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be burned out. We want to save it for Carlin. So, um, it was great. It was great. And then like, you know, a, a couple of years afterwards, he was dead. 
Um, so it was like the, the one opportunity. I remember my mom bought me those tickets to go see Carlin and she couldn't really afford it at the time. Cause they were like, you know, close to a hundred bucks a piece, but she, she knew I was a fan and, uh, and she saw what day it was and it was like, it was too perfect. It was literally like he was going to be in town on my birthday. So, um, so she got me and she didn't just buy me two tickets. She bought me two, two, she bought three tickets so that I could take, you know, a couple of friends with me. Um, it was great. It was great. Uh, and that's my top five guys. Top five comedians I've seen live. Number five, Doug Stanhope. Number four, Norm MacDonald. Number three, Mike McDonald. Number two, Bill Burr. And then number one, George Carlin. Guys, that's the top five for this week. Uh, and again, one more honorable mention for John Panette. Nay, nay. Uh, coming up this week, guys, I'm going to be working on this first YouTube review. Um, I'm probably going to just spend some time producing. It's four o'clock on Wednesday. I apologize for the podcast being late. It'll still be out on Wednesday. If you're listening to this somehow this evening, uh, I recorded earlier today. Otherwise, um, enjoy it on your Thursday. Um, but I will be spending, uh, time this week. I've already started downloading like graphics and nutritional information and product photos, um, to, to throw up as graphics in the YouTube video. So I'm still gonna have to learn to edit whatever. I'm not saying that the, the, the video will be ready this week, but I will be working on it, setting up cameras, um, getting the lighting down. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing product reviews. It gives me something to, to point out. I, I will be leaving on this tour soon. So, um, I don't think I'll be able to do product reviews and stuff like that, but I like the idea that I might be able to, to put one out there and, and get some feedback. I would really, it would really mean a lot to me. Uh, if you guys would take a look at it when it's out there, I'll, I'll plug it again when it's done and ready to go. But, um, I'm looking at making them short five minutes. Um, like I said, I didn't want two hour long videos and editing and all this, but, but editing a five minute review video shouldn't, shouldn't be too, too hard. And I will put the same love and care and, and razzmatazz, of other visual projects that I've done, uh, into it. So, uh, I really hope that you guys enjoy it when it comes out. I'm look, I'm hoping that I enjoy the process of learning how to do it. My friend, Matt Watson, um, has said, you know, like in time, you just learn how to do them faster. So, uh, you know, it, it'll probably take me a long time. The first one, but I'm hoping to make it a little funny and, uh, and, and, and goofy. And at the same time, like an actual review, like I would, I would want people to actually be able to watch these videos and go, okay, like I actually get a legit idea of the the thing, but instead of it being like one of those cold, calm, neutral, like, no, oh, the product's pretty good. And they have this many calories per blah, blah. No, I don't want that. I'll throw that information on the screen. If you want to know it, it'll be on the screen and I'll run my mouth about the product, uh, itself. So yeah, I, uh, I look forward to, uh, to that. That's what I'm going to be working on this week. Just, you know, starting to film, starting to write it out. I really, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, do I write a script? I'm not, I, I won't read a script. I'll, I like to be off the cuff, but do I, do I write down points? Like make sure you talk about the look, the taste, you know, conclusion. Is there going to be pros and cons like that kind of shit? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, like I, I don't think I have to structure it out so much. I think I can just do a little four minute video about what I think of this. Hey, it was what it looks like. This is a box that comes in, you know, I have so much shit in my room. I, I, I worry about how I'm going to frame shots so that people can see what's there. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't want to, I don't have like any like clear walls in my room. I have shit everywhere. So I feel like about a, an image that sort of shows like if I'm just taking like B roll pictures about whatever, you know what? That's the point is that's all shit for me to figure out. You guys don't need to listen to me talk out my, my anxiety and all the things I'm worried about. I'm just telling you, I will, I will be going crazy on my own time this week working on that. Also next week's episode, I'm going to record with my friend Izzy who. Uh, you guys may have heard on a previous episode, we did some, uh, we did a review of the 4% fix. Um, you know, so yeah, 
Uh, next week I will have a, a co-host, which I know that you guys have said makes your ears bleed less. So thank you so much for listening to the one man podcast guys. Um, I appreciate you and everything you do. Remember, get those, uh, submissions in for the $50 Amazon card giveaway. All right. An email with a top five, uh, or one of your top fives, a shittiest movie suggestion, and, uh, just a short write up or short story, you know, tell me something's going on or just get some gear, right? Contact at one man podcast.com is where you can send or request pictures and prices for gear. Uh, hope you guys have the best week. Hope you love life. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.